Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Our friends at Entergy congratulate the hardworking men and women at Grand Gulf Nuclear Station. In addition to powering Mississippi homes and businesses with clean, low-cost energy, Grand Gulf plays an important role as an economic driver in our state. Thank you for strengthening our communities, and congratulations on your record-setting production. The carbon-free energy from Grand Gulf will power a brighter future for generations to come. Entergy. We power life. Press the button, my friend. The Out of Show is live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by RPT and Rick's Pro Truck, spraying bedliners and lift kits. RPT, Rick's Pro Truck. Also, the show is brought to you by Boar's Head. Premium meats, cheeses, and hummus. Uh, You can find it at corner market grocery stores in the state of Mississippi. If it's Boar's Head, it's game day. Go ahead and put together a Boar's Head pizza or some Boar's Head nachos. Boar's Head, compromise elsewhere. This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We'll welcome in Steve Robertson. Uh, The Bone Yard Podcast, Gene's Page, dot com two four seven sports and he joins us on the corona premier guest line uh steve mike leach dropped on the bulldog tour or whatever they call it now um that uh we they have a qb1 competition between will rogers and sawyer robertson i'm not buying it are you no no, I'm I'm not buying it. And you know, we went through this last fall too, and even some people wrote some articles about it. And I'm just like, what 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 are we doing? <laughs> you know, it's like Will Rogers we knew was going to be the quarterback last year. Now Lovertich went out and competed. I'm not in any way trying to diminish that guy's efforts or you know uh, his level of competition. But Will Rogers was the guy, and everybody knew it. Well, Rodgers is a guy this year, and everybody knows it, bar an injury. Now, Sawyer Robertson, had Sawyer Robertson enrolled early last year rather than played high school baseball? And listen, and if you're Sawyer Robertson, why do you graduate early, even if you can, if you know that Will Rogers is going to be the dude 
have that final semester with your friends and play high school baseball and go to prom and go roll your friends' houses and all that kind of stuff because you don't get to do that as an adult. And if you do, you get arrested. But um, you know, my point with all that is if Sawyer had been here in the spring, it might be more of a battle this year. But but it's not. I think now next year could be different. You know, Will Rogers may go pro. Will Rogers may like to come back. If you know, next year could be a little different scenario. But uh, I don't I don't think there's any way at this point anybody other than Will Rogers takes that first snap against Memphis, barring an injury. Okay. Uh, so Will Rogers and Sawyer, yeah, they'll compete. But but Will's got. Uh, he's got all the experience. We were talking about just what he can do at the line of scrimmage, the checks, knowing the offense, knowing where everybody's going. He's seen third and six in the red zone at Auburn and at A&M and so on and how valuable that is with what is it now, Steve? He's got about 19, 20 games under his belt since his freshman year, somewhere in there. Yeah, and, and not to mention, too, the uh, the issue with that is is that he had, you know, a lot of times those – he didn't have the uh, the ramp up snaps, you know, in 2020. You know, it was, a, it was a complete SEC schedule, and then he gets basically thrown in there when KJ Costello gets injured. So he never had the opportunity to go out there and look across at an FCS defense and say, okay, this is not much different than high school. I mean, he's out there on the road, you know, playing Georgia, playing Ole Miss, a really good Ole Miss team that year in, some, in many respects from a talent standpoint. So he was thrown to the Wolves very early on. And I think as a result of that, you've seen the maturation of his quarterback. I think he, I think last year there was some probably maybe some herky-jerkiness, you know, with this offense. There were some times that they weren't very consistent. When they were, they were very good. And that's really the, the chore this year, right, Bo? It's like this offense has got to consistently go out and move a change and score points. And, and that, that's going to be the difference between a good season and a great one. Did they do enough? I don't think they did. Did they do enough in the transfer portal on the offensive line? Yeah, I think I think you're probably okay there. I mean, and what did I say about that is, you know, yeah, you'd love to have been able to go out there and get a power five starter, you know, to come in at left tackle. Um, you know, Dollar Bill Johnson's a guy that's competing out there with Percy Lewis. You feel like they'll be good there. There's no way you're going to be better than you were last year. Like I read some comments sometimes, oh, they won't miss a beat. No, they're going to miss a beat. You had a first-round draft pick at left tackle. And you don't have a first-round draft pick right behind him. Now, can Percy Lewis be a pro guy? Absolutely can. But you and I both know it takes these junior college guys sometimes half a year to kind of get up to SEC speed. Thank, thankfully, you got a you got a full schedule this year. Um, but Stephen Lasoya is a guy that we now believe is a guard. You know, he could factor some at right tackle. But Albert Reese was outstanding in the spring. I mean, absolutely outstanding. So, I think you're going to be better at right tackle you won't be as good at left tackle and that's not to say you're going to be bad at left tackle uh, but I think the interior of this offensive line is going to be very very good and I think Albert Reese is a guy too that's going to play pro football someday and uh, you know I, I'm not as worried about the offensive line as maybe perhaps I was last year interesting okay so uh, as far as wide receiver who is going to be uh, the best guy out there on the field catching balls from Will Rogers? Well, you know, I think Jade Wiley is probably the most explosive, you know, and, and uh, the thing with him is got got to get better with the drops, right? I mean, it's like you know, people say, okay, well, how do you replace that production from Makai Polk? Well, here's the thing that I would say, and this is in no way a criticism of Makai Polk. I love Makai Polk. The guy was an outstanding receiver at Mississippi State. 
I think he probably should have come back, probably feels that way himself now. But Makai Paul was a product of the system. He was an underused wide receiver at Cal. He comes to Mississippi State where there's a need for a guy like him. And then he begins to flourish because he's playing in the air raid offense, if that makes sense. So it's like sure. it's kind of a chicken egg thing. It's not like he was a proven performer that just happened to show up at Mississippi State. I mean, this guy, you know, what do you, what do you have a dozen catches in his college career and all of a sudden he sets a school record? Well, if you're a Mississippi State guy, rather than lamenting the loss of Makai Polk, I think you guys say, you know what, hey, these guys can do it. You know, Steve Spurrier and this offensive staff, they can get production from the wide receiver position. And, you know, just talking to some of the guys at camps the last couple of days, you know, they think Caleb Ducking's going to make a step this year. And he made one last year. Now, this is a guy now that potentially be a starter for you, a guy that went, played in the run-first offense in high school, played in the run-first offense at Holmes Community College, redshirted his first year at Mississippi State. So it's been a, a very – scenic path for Caleb Bucky, but Caleb could be a guy that, that picks up some of that slack, but I think you're going to see a whole lot more of stuff with like, you know, Tulu Griffin. And uh, I think some of these new transfers that have come in uh, will be utilized as well. But at the end of the day, I think it's about finding the pieces that fit your scheme because the scheme has proven to be very solid. No, I, I agree with the scheme part for sure. Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com. 247 Sports on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN, 105.9 The Zone. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, quarterback recruiting. There seems to be another guy in the mix for Leach other than the kid from Memphis. Oh, yeah. Chris Parson. State's not going to get Brock Glenn. I think really both parties have kind of moved on there. and I think Brock Glenn will ultimately end up at Auburn. I mean, things could always change. But, uh, you know, State was the leader, and all of a sudden Auburn – offers him a scholarship, but everybody else is kind of playing catch-up now. There's some other schools out there. You know, Ohio State's offered him. Florida State's offered him. So, Leach and company clearly were on him early and evaluated him properly because now the guy's really blown up. But, you know, Florida State commitment Chris Parson is a guy that visited Mississippi State unofficially here about 10 days ago, took an official visit to SMU. He's at Ravenwood High School there in Tennessee. Grandparents in Starkville, dads from Pascagoula, a lot of connections there. Uh, but, you know, again, it's still probably too early to call. He's supposed to make some sort of announcement uh, at the Elite 11 at the end of the month. He's unhappy with Florida State. Uh, they told him initially when he committed he would be the only quarterback in his class. Now they're looking to sign two. He's unhappy about that. While he hadn't decommitted yet, there has been a fracture within that relationship. Now, he may, hey, he may get to Elite 11 and say, you know what, I've already w- always wanted to be a Seminole. I'll make the best of this. I'm not scared to compete. Or – he may announce he's reopening things. But Mississippi State has really prioritized him as a quarterback. Um, and I, I, Right now, I would say he is the guy. And I don't think they offer another guy until they know what he's going to do. Wow. All right. Uh, some people were expecting a run on commitments. I mean, they got a few. But uh, coming out of camps, there's some more. Um Grade them, grade the recruiting right now because some people thought that there were three to four more that that should have been committed. 
Steve? Well, I think some there's some probably some guys out there that actually have committed and hadn't announced yet. Okay, and uh, let's just call that an educated opinion. But uh, but also too, there's some guys too that I think came into the weekend had they had a great camp showing would probably have been pushed for a commitment. They didn't, so maybe you want to continue to evaluate those guys. There were a couple of guys that I was really excited to see that even when I saw them, I was like, ah, you know, they're okay. You know. Well, that's the thing. Okay, gets you five and seven and six and six. I mean, you know, I think we've graduated as a program to the point we don't just have to go take an okay guy. And maybe you watch that guy develop over his senior year. Maybe it lights a fire under him. You know, I mean, it's like, hey, I came to Mississippi State and I was hoping to commit and they weren't ready to take me. And so you can take that one of two ways. Well, I need to go somewhere else or I need to go show these guys they're wrong about me. But uh, I, I like the commitment so far. you got seven so far. You know, I, I like the group. I think it's going to be a very Mississippi-centric class. I think it should be. It's a it's a good class, bordering on a really good class. I don't know that it's a great class because I don't know that we have the headliners. Uh, the one guy that I keep going back to, and we've had this discussion before, is Isaac Smith at the Dewamba Agricultural High School. That guy's an NFL guy. Get Perkins at Raleigh. That's an NFL guy. You know, so State and Ole Miss could potentially split those guys. But if you're Mississippi State, you can't lose them both. You got to go get one or two of those guys, you know. And, and you think about the linebackers in the state this year. You know, it was a pretty good year for linebackers last year. It's a really good year for linebackers this year. You know, and that's the thing that I think about. You got to start stacking these classes of certain personnel groups to kind of get yourself up to a point where you're not riding that roller coaster of up and down due to talent cycles. And so, uh, I like what they've done so far. Uh, need to get some more wide receivers. There, there are none in the class, and you're looking to take four. Uh, but I think once you get the quarterback position established, you'll see a run on wide receivers. But, again, I, I think State's in a good position right now. Just got to keep working. Uh, what about a guy like Jalen Abram? Abram? From Oak Grove? He it Abram. Abram. Yeah, he pronounces it Yeah. And uh, actually so, has some uh, – some, oh, go ahead. He, he's not even rated, and that just kills your class. He plays at a big program. He's 6'2", 180. He's got good size. Uh, what are the expectations for his rating at some point in the next uh, four or five months? I, well, he'll be he'll be rated before then. But, um, you know, I think a lot of it, too, to be quite honest with you, I think the industry, the you know, the lack of camps and spring evaluation periods in 2020, I think, I think that's catching up with us a little bit. You know, because usually we identify these guys as sophomores and juniors and then you have a chance to kind of watch them develop over a couple of years, and you feel really good about your eval. But we didn't get a chance to see many of these guys. And there were some states around where you couldn't even go to high school games in 2020. So we're kind of still playing catch-up, and I hate to blame COVID for anything because I think that sometimes that's just an excuse. But there are guys that are popping up that we're not, not quite as familiar with. You know, and, and you know, when I used to run these football combines in the state, there wasn't a kid in the state of Mississippi who could get a junior college offer, and I wouldn't hear about it. It's just a different day and time. And we'll get back up to speed, but I – Jalen Abram, and I, I wrote this yesterday, he is one of the best players in the state of Mississippi that I've evaluated this year. And I've watched tape on all the known guys, all the guys that have Power 5 offers, all the guys that take on Mr. Chasen. That kid can really play. Does he play receiver? Does he play DB? I think he probably ultimately ends up as a safety. Uh, I love his range. I love the fact that he attacks the football at the highest point. He's a guy that's not scared to get in there and tackle. He's got a little contact courage. Uh, but I think this is a great get for State. Now, a month ago, I wouldn't have said that. But now that I've sat down and watched, you know, about 40 minutes of tape on this guy, 
I'm beginning to realize, you know what, I can understand why State wanted to prioritize this guy. And, you know, he's got over a dozen offers as it is. And I think that's kind of what you're seeing, too. And, you know, Ole Miss and Mississippi State clearly have a different strategy this year. You know, Kip and those guys, there's a lot of discussion. They're going to probably sign about half of their class from the portal. And I think that's a very interesting proposition. Could be um, could be a gold mine or could be a complete bust. You just don't ever know. We were just kind of figuring all these things out as we go. But yeah, I think State is content to kind of work most of this from the high school ranks and then develop these guys and then kind of supplement from the portal where they need to. So two very different strategies. But yeah, there are a lot of kids in State this year that don't have an offer from Ole Miss and probably in years past would have. And so I think that shapes things up a little differently. I think State's going to sign, do really well in State. And I think at the end of the day, both schools will declare victory. You know what I'm saying? When they get to the end of the signing process, oh, sure. well, our transfers, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, it's just a two different methodologies when it comes to, to, to getting players. And so uh, I like what State's doing so far. I, I'm interested to see what Ole Miss does, um, you know, the rest of this year because there's a handful of guys from Mississippi I know right now that would love to have an offer from Ole Miss and don't have one. So does Ole Miss circle back to those guys later in the process? That's what's going to be awfully interesting. Last one, real quick. Uh, some of it you can't talk about, but any Hell State baseball nugget you can drop on our listeners? Yeah, you know, we talked a little bit last week. Paul Skeens from Air Force officially visited Mississippi State. Uh, he may be the best transfer prospect in the portal. You know, he is outstanding. He can pitch, he can catch, he can DH. He can sell popcorn, drive the bus. I mean, he, he can do anything. But he is one of the favorites for the Golden Spikes Award next year. And so everybody's after him. Tennessee's after him. LSU's after him, Mississippi State and many others. And there was a discussion when he went into the portal that he had a no-contact order. Usually what that means is a guy's going in the portal doesn't want to be contacted because he already knows where he's going. Well, apparently that didn't mean anything in Mississippi State because Mississippi State reached out to him, as did others, and you you get him on campus. And I understand the entire staff flew out there and had an in-home visit with his family, uh, and then he comes to campus. So State's in the mix there. You'd like to be able to get him. That guy's a difference maker. I mean, it really is. You talk about having guys in your order – that uh, people have to pitch around, you know, guys that uh, are, are difference makers in your lineup. It, a guy like Paul Skeens is. And so State's in the mix there. I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about it yet. He hadn't given you a whole lot to think about. But uh, I don't think this is a situation where State's going to be overbid in an NIL situation. If it boils down to that kind of situation, I just don't think that's going to be the case. But um, all that is still kind of such a dynamic aspect of all this for us, right? I mean, it's like how many you, know, you read about all these players and, I don't know how much of it's true and how much of it's just schools rattling sabers, but um, we're in a different age right now. And if you're going to be able to go get guys like this that are, you know, potential All-Americans and first-rounders, you got to be ready to go play the game. All right, one more. Jake Gotro, a lot, evidently. Steve Robertson on the Corona Premier Guest Line. One more. Jake Gotro, any concern if Link Jarrett goes to Florida State or some of the other things going on within the head? Not no, nah, not really, I, because, I, you know, Jake doesn't really have any ties to that area. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in guys who can recruit can recruit, but, uh, you know, you got to have some connections. you got to have some people around. you got to have an infrastructure in your recruiting footprint. And I, I just I, I don't know that that would work out. I mean, I, I just don't know. And, and, you know, we may find out two weeks from now it's completely different. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we just don't know how it's going to break out. I, I think Jake ultimately will take a Power 5 job. I just don't know that it's Notre Dame. And I think Jake's in a situation, too. And I, I, we've had some discussions Jake is not happy with how things rest right now with Mississippi State baseball. 
And he didn't want to leave Mississippi State with this job kind of being undone. He didn't want to leave with that as like his last season at Mississippi State. He wants to get this thing uh, right and back on track. And so I, I don't know that he goes anywhere this year unless he just gets an opportunity that you simply can't turn down. We'll leave it there. Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com, the 247 Sports uh, Network. Oh, and with uh, when do you expect Jalen Abram out of Oak Grove to be rated, Steve? I hope we have him done within the next few days, but I, I, I say 86, 87. I, I really like his game, and you know, I think he's a high-level three-star right now with the potential of having some upward mobility later in the process. All right, Steve Robertson on the Out of Bounds Show. Thanks, Steve. ESPN 105.9 The Zone, driven by your next Ram truck, Jeep Grand Cherokee. Ooh. Or Jeep Wrangler at Mack Hike and Flowood. MackHikeFlowood.com. That's MackHikeFlowood.com. You're listening to the Out of Bounds Show. This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Don't forget about our podcast, Apple Podcast. Search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds.